back in back in June, right after you know, we record so far in advance. Sometimes I forget, you know, where we're actually at. You know, this in, podcast in is actually unstuck in time. Yeah, this is book thirty-seven we're recording right now. Uh, this is uh, this is like trying to read all the Ender Game books. Where does this take place in? How many years has gone by? But um, it's Christopher Nolan's Below the Bible Belt. <laughs> uh, but uh, back in June, a couple of friends we did this. Uh, after we did uh, off panel, we went through this survey that the North Carolina State University put out. It's about 122 questions. It's a dialect survey map. Like, I'll ask you this, James. How do you pronounce the word ant? Uh, my southern instinct is to say ant, but mm. I force myself to say aunt, aunt because I'm ashamed of who I am. <laughs> you should be shamed. Um, one thing I found interesting, no one else was like this, but there's this uh, saying we have in this – I've heard it around here. I don't know if you've heard it, but what do you call it when, like, it's raining and the sun's out? What's that expression? Do you know there's an expression tied to that? I had no idea there was an expression. Uh, I've heard it all my life, but when you see the sun out and it's raining, it's supposedly the devil's beating his wife is what the expression <laughs> is. I don't know how that makes sense, but... What? <laughs> it, that's just what I've heard. The devil's beating his wife when you see the sunshine and rain, you know? No, that doesn't make any sense. If anything... If it was like, looks like the Cyclops is crying again, that makes sense. Yeah, or like God's beating his wife. The devil's got a sweaty asshole. Yeah. I mean, you, you'd follow the train of thought on that one. Yeah, there's got to be some logic to this saying. Here's a question. When it comes to drinks, do you say mm. soda, pop, soda pop, or Coke? For me, I say soda and Coke. They're not as interchangeable. Like if I go to like to drive through and they say, "What do you want to drink?" I'll say, "Coke's fine." And you know, if they say we don't have Coke, I'm like, "Well, we got Pepsi, yeah, yeah, whatever," you know. But I do use the word soda because I know like there are people in the South that when they say Coke, they mean just Coke, or I mean they mean everything is Coke, you know. Pepsi's Coke, Dr Pepper's Coke, Mountain Dew's Coke, you know. Coke's Coke. Cocaine is Coke. <laughs> now, that's led to a lot of mix-ups at the drive-through window. It, As for a Coke, not all this cocaine in my Happy Meal. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I misunderstood. How about you? What do you like? What is it with you? Uh, soda? Or I'm, Coke? The, I'm about the same. I have sometimes I use Coke to just describe any soft drink, but I usually say either soda or just specifically the name of the drink. Yeah, that's what I do. You know, because while I've said Coke, like I've, I really don't care for Coke that much. I'm more of a Dr Pepper man. That's just Fuck me. You. Oh, where are you, huh? I'm a Coke man, tried and true. Yeah. Well, it's weird. Like, you know, I'm from South Carolina. That's sort of like a buffer state because, you know, Georgia and Atlanta is where Coke started, and North Carolina is where Pepsi started. So North Carolina and Georgia pull us apart in South Carolina over their soda wars. In your point of view, is Dr. Pepper the happy medium between Coke and Pepsi? Dr. Pepper is, yeah, fuck you Coke, fuck you Pepsi. I'm going with Dr. Pepper. So that's like the rebellious daughter who dyes her hair pink exactly. and dates a black guy. Exactly. <laughs> Dr. Pepper is my black guy. <laughs> they put that on their poster. <laughs> and there was one that, another one I found interesting, and it's something that led to like a brief discussion because I'm the only one who actually knows people who do this, but um, what do you say 
when you eat like your last meal of the day, what do you call that? That is and will always be dinner. I feel very strongly on this. I've always called it dinner. It's always been like dinner to me. But my grandfather, he calls dinner, supper, and lunch, he calls dinner. Yeah, I've run into that as well with my own grandparents. It can be very confusing if you're trying to plan something. Yes, I know. But um, I think it's just like an old way to like say things. You know, like supper kind of, was it like the word sup, you know, that that originally originates from? Someone told me it was more of an antiquated way to say it. It just makes you sound like a hobbit. Like, how many meals a day are you having? <laughs> Dinner, supper, 11 seas, afternoon tea, second breakfast. No wonder there's diabetes in my family. <laughs> but uh, um, I was having this discussion uh-huh. with some coworkers the other day. Supper and soda pop like the two phrases that I think should never come out of an adult's mouth. There's just something infantile about them. I don't know about supper. It doesn't really sound – to me, supper sounds old. Like That sounds like something an old person says. Now, soda pop, I could see that. Or I don't – I say maybe that could apply to old person because I imagine like somebody from the 50s saying soda pop. Uh, it's just something so Sarah plain and tall about the word supper. It's like the phrase, hush up. Yeah. It's like you should be barefoot and wearing an overall when you say that. Hush up. Hush up and eat your supper, Caleb. But one thing, too, is like in my family, like I said, my father says supper. And every so often, my mother will mess with my father about it, you know, because they've had like fights and stuff where he's like, what are we going to have for supper? So I don't know what we're going to have for supper, but I know for dinner, we're going to have such and such. I'll shut the hell up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Sounds like there's a lot of attention in your household. It was a real serious fight that happened between my parents. It, well, it wasn't serious, but my father got genuinely upset because um, – She didn't like Grease. <laughs> she said it was overrated at best. You better shape up, girl. <laughs> um, but no, what it was was my, my father's family, like his great-grandmother, her maiden name, they call him Holcomb is what they call it. That's how they pronounce it. But if you look at the way it's spelled – it's spelled Holcomb, H-O-L-C-O-M-B, but they pronounce it Holcomb, and I don't know why, but like she said, no, that's not how it's pronounced. Just the hell it is, and it's pronounced Holcomb, like, but it's spelled Holcomb. You know, it's not Holcomb, it's Holcomb. You know, and that I think they argued for about an hour about that because, like I said, he got genuinely upset. The wedding is off. I was 15 at the time. See, that's whenever you step in and say, guys, guys, guys. Let's just call it Hawkman. Hawkman, yeah. Now, that'd be awesome. Matt uh, Hawkman. <laughs> there was one like that wasn't on the uh, the survey, but it's one that I thought was interesting. Uh, because I've noticed, like, I've talked to other people from the South, and they've never heard this expression. I've heard it. I use it. But have you ever had anybody, like, ask you, like, say, like, you, you went to see a movie, and you're like, hey, that movie you went to see, was it any count? Have you heard anybody use that expression before? No, Matt. I'm pretty sure you made that up. I did not make that up. <laughs> I've heard that expression before. <laughs> if you say something wasn't any count, it means it wasn't any good. No, I've heard the term of any account used by older Southern people, but well, that's any count just sounds like some kind of weird typo. It's not a typo. It's how we talk. It's how I talk. <laughs> You know what? If you don't Ain't no autocorrect on my vocal cords, boy. 
If you don't believe like I believe, then you just ain't any count. How about that? Because like I've, I've asked people like, hey, you know, it was like you know, I think it was Alex one time. He was talking about like a comic book or a movie. He went to say, hey, was that movie any count? And he's like, what? Like, there was one Batman. <laughs> yes, there were many numbers in the film. Now, if you're talking about Dark Knight Rises, there were two Batmans. <laughs> But yeah, now I don't get worried that it sounds like I'm becoming the Count from Sesame Street. Well, you do suck blood from cows, but that's completely unrelated. Yeah. But yeah, this, this is interesting. I'll put the link to it in the show notes. Uh, One more so thing that on that subject that fascinates me. Do you hear a lot of old Southern people referring to yonder like as an actual location? The only person I can think of that actually says that, that I know of, um, my grandfather and my great-grandmother have said it. And I don't think, like, I don't think my father's ever said it or my mother. I've said it a few times just because I I use it, I knowingly use it, you know. I know the word, you know. I've I've said it before. But it's not necessarily like I'm using it like as an everyday thing. That makes sense. My grandmother kills me sometimes because she sounds like a character from Gone with the Wind. <laughs> You'll ask her where something is, and she'll say, What well, is over there, right, Chanda? Which is adorable sometimes, but a little frustrating when you need a specific location. She just keeps saying Chanda. <laughs> Chanda. Um, like, that's how, like, my uh, great grandma, two of my great grandmothers were like this. When they would say the word wash, it came out worse, you know? You gotta wash it off, you know, or like wrench it off. There's another, you know, rinse, wrench is how they'd say it. Well, that come from a harsher time, so their language is more aggressive. Yeah, they survived the Great Depression and they killed Nazis. <laughs> they used the most violent vocabulary possible. Exactly. The fuck Can I ask you this James? question? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck have you done, James? Nothing. We're able to sit down and relax and use our pussified vocabulary. Exactly. Because we of the ask end. questions and we wash things. We've never had to kill a man with our bare hands. I'm sorry, kilt a man. <laughs> uh, coleslaw slaw. I've called both coleslaw and slaw. Have you ever done that? No. Look at you. Deny. Don't don't turn away. <laughs> Listen, James, this is what's going to happen. I, I, I foresee it now. The cock will crow thrice after you have denied me. In my southern way. Let's have a Kirk Lazarus moment. I'm in the mirror washing away the white face I have. Reveal the redneck underneath. Who am I? Is this the real James Lewis? I'm born again. Or how about this? What do you call the long sandwich that contains cold cuts, lettuce, and so on? What do you call that? Answer the question. (laughs) I call it a sub. Me too. It seems like... Most of America calls this up. There's a few like weirdos. It looks like in like in Nevada and like in New York. I think in New York they call it like a hero sub or a hoagie. With that weird G hero that confuses me. Yeah. (laughs) See, my logic for it is there's a restaurant called Subway that sells subs. So the market has spoken. It's called a sub. Yeah. This is America. Have you ever heard it's... It's near Louisiana. Louisiana, I think, is where it originated. But Po' Boy. You know what a Po' Boy is? Oh, yeah. For those of you not aware, Po' Boy is just another way to say a sub sandwich. 
po' boys have things you would usually not find on a sub, like shrimp or catfish. Really? Ooh. Yeah, I've only ever had po' boys at seafood restaurants. Okay, so it's essentially it's a white trash sub sandwich. Yes, like. and okay. it's delicious. Okay, it's called a po' boy for a reason, I guess. But um, yeah, that I, I can't like I said that's just something interesting I found. It's because while we're you know southern thing, like sometimes you know there's certain southern things that we haven't really talked about yet. And I think like the accent, the turns of phrase, and stuff like that. You know, I always find it fascinating that you know we as a people while you know, we have a common language. We still there's still divisions and you know all this stuff where there'd be accents or sayings and stuff. It's just it's just very interesting. Sociology, James. Sociology. Well, we're southern. I mean, our chief talent is drawing lines between us and other people. Exactly. <laughs> you say aunt, I say aunt. You stay on that side of the country. Get the fuck away from me. I like the Lucy and Ricky Ricardo of America. Yeah. There's this man, he was wanted for meth distribution, and this man's name just so happens to be Walter White. Here's the funny part, though. This guy's name before changed Walter White was Fred Rogers. That really is a character arc, to go from Mr. Rogers to Walter White. Exactly. His, his sweater's covered in blood. He uses fulminated mercury to blow up the land of make-believe. King Friday walks out. Straightens his crown. The camera turns around. <laughs> his face is missing. What have we done? We've ruined Mr. Rogers. <laughs> and spoiled a good bit of Breaking Bad. It's addictive. Like real man. I suck dick for Breaking Bad, man. We all would. That's not even a joke. Breaking Belt. Coming next week to PPN. You're goddamn right. <laughs>